Island City family and everybody on Island City TV to the Coach V Show as I'm hosting and featuring a Hollywood radio show where we have Brother Chris Tawali'i, who is one of the regional vice presidents down in the Dallas-Fort Worth area from Primerica, where he went from a brother that had to do work under the table because he was not a citizen, didn't have a social security card, to now going from $12 an hour when he got that social security card to now living the American dream and breaking the six-figure um, six-figure barrier in terms of his business as being a regional vice president. And so kudos and shout out to Chris Tawali'i for your example and also sharing your thoughts here on the Coach V Show. And to everyone else out there, you will hear on this show how he feels and stresses the importance of personal development. Yes, do what you have to do to pay bills, but we're not meant to just pay bills and die, but to develop yourself for personal growth. Advance yourself in terms of professional advancement, uh, getting a bigger title, having more opportunity for growth in terms of your profession and making more cheddar and then appreciating yourself and the people around you that really lubes the wheels of opportunity and advancement. So Seth, thank you so much for tuning in to the Coach V Show here on Island City, where iron sharpens iron. Together, we rise. Say for things to change, say I must change. Say if I don't change, say nothing change. Say if I do change, Ready to get better. We're trying to look for in all you guys is a champion. The three main things that, that we try to go by is character, choices, and champions. is that you, me, and we do for ourselves brings progress. What we do for others brings fulfillment, and what we do in both earns success. You are now tuned in to the Coach V Show. Welcome to the Coach V Show, your Hollywood radio show for personal development with expert insights and interviews to help you, me, and we work to be our best and live our best life where iron sharpens iron together we rise here on the coach v show powered by island city where the beach meets the streets today i am juiced to have one of the homegrown tongan brothers that has really searched out achieved and is living his american dream out in the great state of texas my man chris Tawali is the regional vice president of primerica and is in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. He has come a long way from coming here at the age of nine in 1986, not knowing how to speak English and then self-teaching himself how to speak English by reading the daily newspaper, to not being able to attend college because of not having citizenship and a social security number, along to having to work 80 to 90 hours a week and being paid under the table, and then having to then filing for and taking oath as an American citizen in 2010. I first met Chris 
back in 2003 while he was volunteering and giving back to his community in the Dallas-Fort Worth area at the Fort Worth Bowl when he was covering a defensive player for TCU for a nonprofit called Voice of Tonga. Today, Chris is living the American dream with his with his wife, the former Losimani Hufanga, with their son, who is three years old. He is on a mission to help as many families lift their financial burden and become financially independent. I am so excited and juice, and I'm honored also to have the vice president and one of the vice presidents of Primerica on the show with us today, Mr. Chris Tawali. Chris, welcome to the show, brother. How are you? Man, man, thank you very much, Vinny. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate the opportunity to, uh, to get to share a little bit of, our, of, our, of my story and where I come from, man. So, man, thank you very much. I appreciate this, man. man you can never, man. never take these lightly, man. Yeah, I appreciate you, man. I got your bling bling in the back there for your background. H help us understand who Chris is and start with your Genesis point. Where did you start? We already alluded that you come from the motherland that Coach V comes from as well, from Tonga. How did right. that all, all start? And tell us your Genesis point, Brother Chris. Yeah, so um, back back uh, back in 1986, video, uh, my, my parents, uh, there was five of us. Um, we uh we really couldn't go together, so uh, we had to separate. So me and my younger brother uh, Sefo, we had to separate. Uh, we came over here to the states. My dad is uh my dad's family lives in Australia, Melbourne, Australia. So, um, coming from Tonga, we didn't have much, but uh our our, our parents always wanted us, of course, in saving yours, um, to achieve the uh, you know the ultimate American dream of a uh, living life of freedom and. Uh, you know, get, actually get to see it. So we came in 86. Uh, we had to separate me and my younger brother. We came over here and I uh, lived with my aunt and uncle um, in Texas. So my mom took one back home and took my other three siblings and they went to Australia. So we had to separate. So growing up over here, I, I came here in 86. I uh, lived with my aunt and uncle. We were terrified of, um, you know, we don't have Palangi uh, people back home. So <laughs> terrified of uh, seeing Palangi people at school. It was like a culture shock for myself. So every day I would walk home from school because uh, I had to go to ESL. For those of you guys that came from Tonga, um, learn ESL, English as a second language. So every day I would walk home. I would literally go home, walk home and uh, steal the neighbor's newspaper to self-teach myself how to read because I didn't want to go see the Palangi lady at, at school. Um, and uh, literally I had to self-taught myself how to read, um, came familiar with a sport called baseball, became a big uh, baseball fan and uh, big Texas Rangers fan growing up. And um, just growing up, man, um, we were never, uh, never had much. We lived off Saimini, but uh, there was always, we always wanted something more and, uh, you know, had to, our, our parents wanted something more for, for ourselves. So growing up and went to high school at uh, Trinity, Euless Trinity High School. Those of you guys that know, know uh, Trinity High School is a powerhouse here in Euless, Texas. Yes. Uh, grew up, uh, went to school over there and uh, came, graduated in uh, 95, graduated in 1995. And whenever I graduated, I wanted to go to college because um, I wanted to, you know, achieve, I guess. You know, we were taught, go to school, go to college and achieve the American dream you know, yes, working sir. at a corporate job after that. So 
uh, when we were applying for schools afterwards, um, uh, it came to a, a shock because you needed a uh, social security number um, and I didn't have one. So yeah. I just found out uh, a few years before that we came, we only came on a temporary visa. Right. Uh, when we, when I, we came in 86, our visa ex expired in actually 1991. So I was actually living in the U.S. as an illegal immigrant. Yes, I didn't know that. So 1995, graduated, uh, applied for the schools. So it was a, it's a very, very shocking for myself because it kind of like, a, you know, man, I feel it felt like a roadblock, right? Because I couldn't go anywhere. You know, it felt like being stuck. So uh, whenever that this happened, you know, just dropped to my knees, man, say, God, what's what? Why? Why is this happening to myself? Mm. So instead of um, you know, he showed he showed me a light that uh, instead of crying about it, um, he uh, he made me volunteer my 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 time through church and uh, nonprofit organization. So. Um, just volunteer myself, keep myself occupied, get paid under the table. Um, and then, uh, you know, a few years later, I came across a, a nonprofit organization called the Voice of Tonga and uh, just volunteer myself, giving back to the community. And, uh, and that's when I realized that uh, my, my, my passion and my calling is uh, helping, giving back, helping mm. the community. And um, volunteer, not, you know, so what we would do is uh, we would uh, translate, I would cover the sports section. And what we would do is uh, translate um, all the sports and, and events. And we would have a TV station with the HEB school district is, uh, and we would translate into our Tongan language. So, uh, because there was a lot of audience that we had in, uh, in the HEB area and they, they didn't speak any English. So uh, we would translate. I would cover the sports section, the, the football games, and uh, cover the highlights and give it back, give back to the community. Had no idea about that. So a um, gentleman named Eli, Eli uh, Ofa introduced me to the to the industry and just, just giving back. So um, fast forward and uh, you, you, you let me know where, where you want me to you know, stop by a video or you want me to just cover everything or. No, just keep go going, on. brother. This is your show. I'm just I'm just a co-pilot. I'm just yeah, keep okay. going. Yeah, please. Yep. All right. Um, and uh, fast forward, uh, Vinny. In uh, 2003, I, uh, I met my, my met my wife at a youth function. I was coming from Texas. She was coming from California. Uh, we met at a youth function in, in uh, Concord, California. Mm. And uh, we met over there and uh, we, we dated. We dated for a couple months and uh, we, we ended up getting married the, the following year. I didn't waste no time because uh, long distance relationship. Wasn't wasn't the thing for myself, so trying that out, and then uh, we got married, and then uh, and with the blessings of God, man, I finally got my uh, social security number a few years later. That uh, after that, so after all these years, really, man, it's uh, you got you got to imagine growing up over here, man, um, man, having that social security number, you, know, you feel like you hit the the jackpot lottery, man, um, because there's a lot of years growing up, man, you. And I wish I had that, you know, growing up and uh, being an illegal immigrant. Nobody knew about this, really, growing up. Uh, all right, my, right. my friends and my family, you know, they, they knew me. Um, they, they, they knew me as just the normal guy, but nobody, nobody, we, we, never, we didn't share this with anybody. You show up, you go to school, you go to church, and we didn't share this with anybody um, except our immediate family. But it was a, uh, man, it was a lot of, uh, 
a lot of emotions, um, especially 1986, really, till uh, 2006, I finally got my first job working in a factory, man. So that's a lot of years and a lot of emotions. Um, coming across that, you know, just, you know, you don't know how, how that feels, man, but you, you count your blessings, man. You, you thank God every day for, for uh, waking you up and you get to see that opportunity. And, uh, every now and then really, I, I, I joke, I joke with my wife and said, hey, you, you know, I just married you to, just to get my legal documents, right? Mari Peppa, eh? Mari Peppa. Uh, Mari Peppa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, a couple of nights you should have me sleeping outside just for teasing her about that but <laughs> yeah <laughs> but um yeah achieving the american dream really so after that get my social security number in 2006 man i would work 80 to 90 hours man just to you know i felt like i hit the jackpot man 80 90 hours a week sometimes some days i would sleep in my car just to go back to work the, other, the next day because i was so excited this yes i hit the jackpot this is the American dream. This is what people have been waiting for. Get the mm. social security number and then actually go into work. Um, and I, I would do that for uh, a few years, man. Do that for years. And then come to find out, you know, I was rarely with my wife, didn't spend no time. And come to find out, you know, there's a lot more. You know, I was missing a lot. So um, fast forward to uh, 2000, uh, 2017. Um, I came across a gentleman named uh, Jonathan Navarro in Florida. He uh, he noticed that there was no offices in the in the area west coast of Florida. Um, he introduced me and said, "Man, come partner with me. I'll show you how how money works." Mm-hmm. And he said, "I'll teach you, and I'll teach you." He said, "Worst case scenario, in four years, you can become uh, financially independent." So, coming from Tonga, really, we don't we don't know what that is, man. What is what exactly is financially independent? So right. Um, I, I took a, took a chance, man. I decided to, uh, become a student of the game. He showed me, um, uh, because he was at a level where I wanted to be at. So I became, uh, I became a student and be, be coachable. And he showed me all the ropes. I mean, it, it wasn't, it wasn't easy because you're running your own business. He's teaching you to become a business owner. Um, and coming from corporate America, all I knew was clock in and clock out, but he showed me, um, how I could run my own show and become, um, and become time and freedom, you know, time and freedom was what's all about. So he showed me the ropes, man. And, uh, 2019, we, we got promoted out to become regional vice president. So when that happened, really, I knew my calling was, remember, I got to go back to where it started. I wanted to come back to Euless, Texas, HEB area to give back to my community. Um, and now it ties everything back together. When I was volunteering with the Voice of Tonga, and I wanted to come back and build and give uh, give back because um, growing up here in the Euless area, a lot a lot of a uh, lot of people in DFW Airport, um, probably a majority of the Polynesians in the in the area work at DFW Airport. A lot of them will work thirty to forty um, years, and they would end up retiring with no education about their finance. So mm. I wanted to give back, come back, and give back to the community. However, that be whether it's educating them about finance, just giving back, helping them understand the, the importance of insurance, the right type of insurance, and also um, retirement. Understanding that retirement was a big deal for myself, so that's that's where. Um, and and now we uh, we get to get back. 
we came here and I, and I partnered up with a couple of guys, another a couple of other regional vice presidents in the Dallas Fort Worth area. And uh, just giving back the video. And now with, with COVID-19, we're just looking to expand nationwide. And um, that's that's pretty much uh, my my story in kind of in a rough, you know, little rough preview of that. Uh, and um, yeah. No, I love that. And thank you so much for tearing, telling us your story because the, it, it's just so powerful, all that you've overcome, let alone the feeling, right? Let's start there is getting here at nine years old and then coming to a point in high school, right? You almost feel ashamed and kind of ma, yeah? Right? right, right. Like you yeah. don't have a social security number. Everybody else is going off to college and then we're just gonna keep this to ourselves and try to figure things out. How did you overcome uh, that, that feeling of being ashamed? And then you're like, well, that's just the real of it. I'm not gonna complain. I'm gonna start doing this. How did you overcome? Because so many people just, they can't go past the embarrassment or what other people feel about them. And they allow that to then, they create their own self-sabotage about themselves internally. Right, Chris? What was your right. thought on that? How did you overcome of that feeling of, man, I, I, I'm an illegal immigrant. I didn't even know that. I need a social security number. Talk about that, Chris. Yeah, so um, back in when, when I was going to high school, uh, Billy, that was uh, I got to see some of my my best friends. They uh, you know go off to college, play ball in college. Mm -hmm. I got to watch them in high school, and uh, a lot of them just go out to just go to to, to university. So um, I, I felt like um, in in a way it was uh, man, I'm missing out, man. I, I yeah. need to be doing that. So um, in the beginning. You know, it was kind of like you know, my you know, embarrassed by it. But uh, I, I, I had two options, man. Is I would either sit there or feel sorry for myself, or man, or yeah. get 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 your butt up, man. Your your mom, your mom and dad didn't bring you here to to be uh, feeling sorry for yourself or or do something about it. So that's what uh you know, you either complain, man, or you get up and do something about it. So I, I had I had to get up and then uh you know just keep myself occupied and. You know, and um, take whatever God throws at you. You know, that was a big learning lesson right there. So, yeah, that's big time. And then, so in that, you, you remain positive. You looked at, um, you looked at really what you just need to do to survive. But you talk about opportunity so much, versus the. I mean, there's a lot of people right now, and especially people on the right, really feel like. Um, that giving out these payments or, you know, people don't want opportunity. They have a social security number, but they don't even want the opportunity. They ra they rather stay home. What would be a message that you would tell someone from your perspective where, man, you got your social security number? You were going 80 to 90 hours a week. How did that opportunity um, continue? I mean, cause you talk so highly about getting that opportunity and excitement. But what would it be a positive message from you to the people out there about, hey, man, you can stay at home and collect the check from the government, but there's nothing like opportunity, having opportunity and go out there making your own way in life. What's your thoughts on that, Chris? Right. Yeah. So um, before that, leading up to my social security number, I mean, I would I would sit and and, uh, and watch people. I'm always big, uh, big, big observer. Mm. So I would sit there and, uh, and observe you, man. This guy just doesn't know how bad he's got it, man. 
He's got a social security number. He's not even using it, man. Right, so right. I, I would just observe their situations. That man, you give me that social security number. I'll show you what, what I can do with that, man. Um, I can do big things with that. So um, growing up and, you know, just watching other people do that. So that was, that was a big deal. And, um, and that's what I, I, I suggest to everybody, man, you have, you have, you, you know, every, the U S is known for, you know, the land of opportunity. There's so much you can achieve a lot here, you know, out here with so much opportunities everywhere, everywhere, whatever it is that you put your, your hands into take advantage of it, you know, take advantage of it. We, we, we come here. Remember, we were born here. We were born in this world for, you know, not just to be anybody, just not to be just somebody that's just barely making by. We're born here to live a life of abundance, man. And mm. so many people limit themselves. But, you know, especially coming from Tonga, man, we come from a tiny island, you know, but remember, we're all, we're people with big hearts, man. We come here to do big things. So um, don't limit yourself. That's, that's why I was, I was telling everybody. And that's one of the things that I wanted to come back is I come from a, a tiny, uh, small community, but everybody's bound for greatness, man. So if I can mm. impact just one person at a time, bro, man, my job will be done. So yeah, that's one of the things that I wanted to push, man. Land of opportunity, man. Take advantage of it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And, and then like meeting up, and on the Coach V show, I talk about this all the time, just because of the fact that it's made a, such a great impact on me is other than my parents, um, nobody has had a greater and significant impact, Chris, on my life than my spouse. And I think like so many people are casual in their romantic relationships and can get caught up. And I get that's the human part of us, our emotions and lust and all that. But she has been an integral part of my life. Let, let's shout out the wifey and let's focus on your wife, uh, Los Mani, and how integral she has become and she is currently in just in terms of not only your success and achievement, you breaking in the six figures, you now put, you know, putting in six figure, now, now blowing up to, you know, promoting five future vice presidents and five new offices. How integral and important is she in having the right spouse and not being casual and choosing the wrong person for the wrong reasons? Right, Chris? How important is that in your business life and your personal life? Right, right. Um, in, in business and in personal, it's very, very important um, in picking that. And uh, I, I got a, I got a, um, something that I gotta, I've learned. It's, you know, you yourself know that you, um, your spouse, you always learn from each other. And a lot of things it makes you grow. Um, so what I've learned from from my wife is uh, adversity, how to deal with adversity mm. um, within within a matter of one one year. Really, she lost three siblings. I mean, uh, two or her only her own, her own sister. She lost a sister and both of her parents in a matter of a year. So what taught me with her from her was her strength. You know, she's able to um, dust everything off. And just having having faith in God and just moving on. So she, we had, she had two options, you know. She can take um, a couple of years to mourn their, you know, mourn their their passing, which I don't blame her if she was willing willing to. But she she saw it in a way was you know what I got a husband to support and uh, and I got a three year old that I that I gotta care for as he's the, I'm the only one that's looking to. So one of the, the things that I've learned from her man is uh, adversity, dealing with adversity. 
and just brushing things off, man. There's so many people out there that's got far worse than yourself, man. Why are you whole freezing, you know? And then you, then the way she's looking at, you know, what would my parents and my sister want me to do? Do they just want me to just freeze everything and just, uh, and, uh, you know, and just focus on them and on the, on the, on the, on the time being, or do they, would they want me to move on? So that's one of the things that we, uh, you know, uh, I've helped her grow in a way. And also she's helped me grow in dealing with adversity by, uh, you know, not, not making any excuses, you know, if that makes sense. And yeah. life, life moves on and, and deal with it with a, with a positive attitude. You know? Okay. So then, so then I love that. And then, so then thank you for sharing that. And then our condolences to your wife for the passing of, of her sister and her parents. And then what, what is it in Concord, California that caught your eye about your wife? Like help, help the single folks out there figure out, hey, when you recognize, you better make your list. You better know what you're looking for so you get attracted into your life. But once you see what it is that you're recruiting, <laughs> right, Coach Tawali'i, once you see what you're recruiting and it checks off the boxes, you got to have the courage to step up and make an introduction and engagement. Talk to us about how you first met and what are the attributes of her that you're like, oh, this is the one. And we're not doing this long distance. We're getting married. Come on, Chris, help the single folks figure yep. out how to cite what they're looking for and then have the courage to step up and make it happen. Right, right, yeah. I don't know if, uh, if I can uh, be some kind of a matchmaker, but uh, you know, I'm just <laughs> like, a, I'm just a, a straight shooter. <laughs> I go, I shoot for it and, I, and if I hit it, I'm going for it. So um, yeah, she was, uh, at the time, I thought she was more more mature than her, than her age, uh, really. Uh, mm -hmm. At the time, I was 27 years old. I was coming from the, our youth from from Texas, and she was coming from uh, from Florida. The youth from Florida, and um, she was uh, she was only 19 years old, uh, uh. maybe. So I actually thought she was 24 years old. If I knew at the time she was 19, really, I'm not talking to her because yeah. But uh, uh, the, I guess uh, the way uh. she she carried herself at a more mature level, I guess you know if that's if that's a that's a characteristic. She's yeah. very, uh, very, very mature for her age, and she carried herself well, and uh, and 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 attracted me. You know, that's that's very, you know, if you, because I'm looking, you know, being 27 years old, Billy, you you want somebody that's more mature and, and can carry a mature conversation. So those are the couple of pointers that I, that I carried myself. I mean, that I that I caught uh, caught my attention, and uh, it attracted me to her. So once we met, man, I gave her my phone number, my jobs, email address, and uh, all my information, address, home address. And uh, and I made sure that it wasn't going to last for a long distance, uh, long distance relationship. I wanted to make sure I um, put it in the bag before it gets too long and I lose her. So. Right on, right on. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you for sharing that story. So connect the dots here. Because I'm here in California, I, I hear Dallas, Fort Worth, and I hear Florida. I mean, both for how you started in insurance. So connect the dots for me in the audience of how these geographic locations have had a significant impact on your life and why. Yep, yep, right. So um, Dallas, Fort Worth, 
I, I came over here in 86 in yeah. uh, Watauga. As a matter of fact, our office is actually about 10 minutes from where we came in 86. Mm-hmm. So I always drive by there, uh, Vidi and I, man, like, it gives me goosebumps back in the days when I still remember. I, don't, I know that I don't do it now, but I still remember that same household where I would go steal that neighbor's newspaper. So, <laughs> so I, my advice is, don't, you know, for everybody out there, don't go steal people's newspaper. That's not right. So, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Real yeah. talk? Um yeah, and and Euless, Euless, I uh, grew up in grew up in Euless, um, um, junior high and high school, and um, in major before I got married, my single single days before I got married, um, grad, did the voice of over here before I uh, got married, and uh, going to church in this area in the Dallas Fort Worth area. So we we met. My wife is from Florida. She grew up in Florida. She's been there like for the past 30, 36 years. She came to to. Um, Concord, California, on the youth function. We are, yeah, we are yeah. at the time we're Catholic, so I came from the the Texas youth, and we met over there. So when I came, so we got married here in uh, in in Texas in uh, 04. Okay. Um, so when we first got married, remember she had a social security number and she had a life. I was yeah. an illegal immigrant, and yeah, I yeah. couldn't do anything but yate and uh, get paid under the table. So yeah. we had two options. She can move here or we can move to Florida and be with her family. And, you know, she can work while um, uh, while I would try to uh, apply for my paper, my 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 paperwork. Yeah. Um, so that's when we moved to Florida. And that's where I've been, you know, the, for the past 16 years in Florida while she was working and, um, you know, getting the paperwork and making sure I get my social security number and, and everything. So uh, it's, it's, it's sometimes you sit back really and, uh, and a lot, a lot of the guys that I work with and I said, man, dude, you have, you have a story to tell, man. And uh, sometimes yeah. you, uh, you get so used to everything growing up, man, you know, nothing was handed to me, you know, you, you, you bust your butt for it and it's just normal. You know what I mean? But then if you really sit back, you say, damn, that's a big deal right there. You know, yeah. not really yeah. in a, in uh, not really in a, in in um in a selfish way, but you know you really sit back, man. That's that's a lot a a long path that a lot of people, you know, it could easily go the other way. You know if that makes sense. So no, sometimes I, uh, I I I I I just get up every morning, man. I just thank God that you know I'm I'm alive. So I count my blessings every day, and you know know that there's more out there. You know. Amen. Real talk. And so th- there comes a chance encounter where you meet someone who's in the industry that takes uh, both an interest in you, but also sees like, hey, this is a guy that I could make some money with as well in in terms of partner. How important was that? Um, Because evidently it's gotten you to where you are today in the industry and the industry you're in. But just talk about this chance encounter. How did that happen? And then... What were the the main things that really caught your attention that kept your focus? Like, man, maybe, maybe this is my path and maybe this is what it is that I can claim everything else that I want in terms of my financial stability as well as my, as my, my life fulfillment. And I could create a life with my family around this. Talk about that chance encounter with the gentleman you met and introduced right. you to the industry. Yep. So uh, my, my mentor uh, Jonathan Navarro, when we first met, really, so it was a, uh, it was one of those. It was kind of like a weird, uh, weird uh, um, introduction because 
when we first met, the guy he's he's about uh, he's he's about five foot four. I'm about uh, six foot three, six foot four. Yeah, yeah. And uh, when, we, when we first met, and uh, he said, "Hey, man, what's up? You got some time? I wanted to share with you. I'm expanding my financial firm in this area, man. So I'd definitely like to share with you." And I was looking at this guy. He's five foot four. What do you have in mind with myself? I have <laughs> right, no right. experience. I'm a factory worker, and you know. My, my mind was good. What in the world? So um, when we first met, and it goes in the goes to the beginning of the founder of our company, uh, Biddy, our founder of the company, our Williams. He, when he founded our business, he was just a regular coach, but he built this business of normal everyday people who wanted to who wanted to change or he wanted freedom for themselves. So that's when uh, that's when I you know later down the road I realized that. But um, the the first encounters, you know. Um, he he saw something in myself that I couldn't see. I didn't see it at then. Mm-hmm. But what he did was he yeah he made me see the big picture of what we're, I was about to achieve. It, the funny thing is, Vinny, he he hammered these uh, um, self affirmations and positive attitude in myself that uh you know he wanted me to see it down the road. So he he told me uh, see it before you get there. There's a vision mm-hmm. for your life, okay? I want you to see it before you. You may not see it now, you know. And I'm pretty. Um, we were barely scraping and by, and uh, we barely had money in the bank. And I was. He wanted me to say, "Hey, I'm a hundred thousand dollar income earner in this business, it's in this right. industry." Right. So he made me see that, and uh, that was that was the cool thing about our encounter was he saw something in myself that I couldn't see, but eventually, my his his goal was to make me uh, make me see it myself. So that was the encounter. And then, and that's the cool thing about it is we bring out the greatness in other people. You know, we see greatness in other people. They may see that they're just an employee, but we see everybody as somebody that can do big things here because, you know, we're all brought in this world to do big things. So, um, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's a, a couple of things that I, that I can add to that. And now he's, uh, you know, it's because we're never, we're never taught about money. But if you can, you know, if you can start start small and teach them how money works and actually how to work a budget and, and all that, then uh, people will start seeing himself. So, so that's a little bit of our introduction. Media uh, now he's he's my mentor. He's uh man, he's he's taught me a lot about about how money works and just tell me to to, to multiply it. You know, teach other people to do the same thing. And talk about that because we hear that in personal development and professional advancement all the time is like people say find the mentors you're you were fortunate your mentor found you right but right. but talk to people about how important it is to to find a mentor and find someone who believes in you find someone to say chris look out there look 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 for what you're looking for that you're a hundred thousand dollar earner and then you hit it because it's one thing for a mentor to tell you some stuff, but then when the mentor can actually help you achieve it. So talk about that. Talk about two things, please. Uh, Chris, right, right. Is yep. how important is it to have a mentor? And then secondly, how did it feel when you achieve six figures for the first time? Your thoughts. Right. Yep. So. Um, when I was working at the, my last factory uh, job, really, I was making 12 bucks an hour. This is literally like three and a half years ago. Three yeah, and a half yeah, years ago, I was making yeah, 12 bucks yeah. an hour. So 12 bucks an hour, remember, employee mindset, 
I just wanted to make 20 bucks an hour. You know, that uh, was a big uh, achievement for myself. Right. I want, man, if I can make 20 bucks an hour, man, dude, I will, man, you, you, you throw me in there 80, 90 hours a week, man. I'll, I'll, I'll come grind for you. So when he made me see that, I said, man, dude, oh my gosh. You know, I wanted to make 20 bucks an hour. And this guy's making me think like I can make a hundred dollars, a hundred thousand dollars a year. A year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and so the importance of that is uh, finding a mentor is um, because mentors see something in you that you can't see yourself. They're looking to bring that greatness out of, out, out of yourself. So what I, what I tell everybody before, before this really is I would just take advice from anybody. Anybody would just tell me what to do. You yeah. Know, yeah. If yeah. they were older, remember older, older people. Yeah. Yeah. I got to realize after getting in this, in this industry uh, really is, even though if they're older and you, you kind of evaluate their situation, man, they're, they're working two jobs and just barely scraping it by, you know? And so my attitude kind of changed and my, my thinking kind of changed, you know, you, you, you seek a mentor where you want to be. Are they at the level where you want your life to be? Mm. Um, and, 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 and what I mean by that is all aspects of life, not just the finance, but, you know, mental, mental, you know, health, health wise as, as well. Um, and just uh, a family person, you know. Yeah, that's definitely right. don't want to. Definitely don't want to take advice from somebody who's rich, but they've gone through like six or eight divorces, you know. So, <laughs> right, right, uh, right. Yeah. So, so that was one of the things. Is uh, is if I, if I could uh, tell somebody about finding a mentor, find somebody who's at a level where you want to be, where you want to strive to be, or you actually want to be. So this guy right here, he was uh, 38 years old, financially independent. Really, um, and I just wanted to, you know, be at half of the level where he's at because that's a big golden dream for myself. But you know, if I can achieve that, um, man, we're living the American dream right there because you know, and and I just became a student of the game. Really. He was at a level where I wanted to be, and I just so you know what, show me the way, show me, you know, and it, and it wasn't easy because he's five from four. He, you know, a lot of things that he told me, I was I wouldn't want to just uh, choke the guy because, you know. He's telling me stuff that, uh, you know, not even my mom would tell me to do. So, yeah. But I decided to be coachable and just be a student of the game. Um, yeah. So find somebody that you can, that can mentor you. Um, and they're at a level where you want to be at with your life. Yeah, that's, that's phenomenal. And that is some great points and, and very, very valuable insight in terms of why having a mentor. And like you said, right. Uh, Cause I don't flash. Right. And I just feel like I don't need to, but what I do flash is really the outcome of any success and achievement is that I can translate that into joy, peace, happiness, fulfillment, love, and family time. Right. right. Like right. having our priorities in order. That's so valuable, but really I do feel from the financial aspect and you tell me if you agree, Chris, is that, it's really hard to reach someone's heart, mind, and soul if they're drown, drowning in financial ineptness, inability to secure financial securedness, right? Because it's right. like, no, it's not about it's not about the money. And it's so funny because my little brother, when I started making a little bit of cheddar, I would tell my little brother, you know what? More money, more problems. Because in the family. They just don't call anybody when the Kavenga comes around or they need something <laughs> or they need help, right? They call the one to two people in their family network, which is is 
fortunately and unfortunately me. So I, I would say stuff like, you know, little brother, more money, more problems. And then my little brother would say, yeah, man, but remember in the hood, no money, bigger problems, right? <laughs> so really it's not about the financial success, but it's hard to really develop yourself if you're always drowning and concerned and worried about your finances. Because then when you could secure a certain level, then you're like, okay, I can be that. And not only can I do that, but then I can also translate that into better experiences, not just a nicer car, which I'm driving the nicest car I've ever had. And it's still only a Kia Telluride is a $42,000 car, you know, but that's the nicest car I've ever bought. You know, I've never bought anything uh, like extravagant, like a Mercedes. I'm just now going, you know what, I'm going to try it and look into that and went and, and drove a couple of Mercedes and we're going to go drive a Beamer this weekend and kind of compare what we want because we've leveled up. Right? right. Right. And then, so talk about that, about how important it is um, that yes, it's about God. It's about faith. Everything our tongue and elders tell us, you know, like we don't need money. We don't, oh, if, uh, if all we have is God, yes, but God, like you said, there is a level of abundance it is that we have been created. If you want to be an employee, that's cool. And you want to be that, but definitely you figured out that you were made for more than that. And then, so talk to people about how important, it's not all about the money, but it's about the money, right? right. Come yeah. on, Chris, talk to us about that as a financial expert. Come on. Right, right, yeah. Um, and uh, one, one of the things that, uh, you know, um, learned from being in the office over here is, uh, I got, a, I got a, a guy over here that's one of the uh, regional vice presidents, he's a coach. He's uh, he's taught me, but you know, that um, um, Jacob Webb, he's a, uh, He's taught me that, uh, you know, basically, you know, it's it's not about the money, but money will sure solve a lot of problems. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, what does Les Brown say? Les Brown's like, it, it, it definitely is not about the money, but everybody want to test it out for themselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Money, money's, money's not a money's not a problem. Money's uh Money's uh, it's not a problem, but it's it's up there with the importance of, of uh, oxygen is what he was talking about. Real talk. So, <laughs> Come on, Chris. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, um, you know, it, it can solve a lot of of of, uh, of problems. And you know, you know, like uh, you know, like they say in, in the Bible, you know, it's it's um, money's not money's you know money's the root of all evil. No, it's the love of money that's the, the root of all evil. So it all depends. And and God doesn't bless you know people the wrong the right the wrong people with the with the right with the right He doesn't bless He only blesses the right people with the right you know the right attitude. So if you have a right attitude with money, you'll be able to uh, bless other people with it. So um, that's a that's a couple of things that I learned from it. You know, it's is uh, eventually really that's uh, we we came here with nothing. So but uh, with with what we're doing is we're looking to bless. You know, we want to be that go go guy go-to person like yourself in, with your family, you know, if they need something, you know, I want to be out, you know, the person that is out there to help their family out that, that can't pay their rent for the first, uh, first couple months, you know, it's, uh, it's, it all depends on what you use it for, you know, if you use mm. it for the wrong reasons, then, you know, you, you, you shouldn't have money, man, but if you're using it for the right reason, give back, give back to church, um, give back to your community, that's what's all about, you know, 
it's it all depends on your your perspective of it if you're here just to buy material things and just be flashy man that's the wrong reason but you know god doesn't bless um the, the wrong people with 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 money but they only, only bless the right people with mm -hmm. money and just the, the way of using it man and give back and that's one of the things that i wanted to do was uh i mean i, I want to be that person eventually i want to open up like a, a community center that can you know shelter all the youth over there and uh in, in the area and have them, you know, a place to go to where they can, uh, you know, give back to the community or do something useful instead of being out in the streets. Mm. So, yeah. So those are a couple of things, man. Just the right way of using it, man. It's, 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 uh, people can live with, with, without it, but you know, people can live a lot better with money in their hands and use it. Yeah. Real talk, real talk. Um, and then talk about, talk about Chris, how important it is. I mean, cause now you went, you're continuing to be the mentee and cause that's what just really grabbed me when we first started connecting, um, since 2003 and being reconnected this year is like your ability to really just listen and then going through a couple of interactions via zoom and then I really started to recognize how you are an evaluator and you stay aware. But when you started to talk and when you were reading certain things within a module, I was just really surprised. I really was about your intellect, your ability to really articulate on and using vernacular and vocabulary that's very different than the majority of our people, especially those of us that came here from Tonga. Like both you and I came here from Tonga. I came here earlier at the age of four um, and you know, having to be in ESL classes, but now you're not only still the mentee, so you're still a lifelong learner. I, I, I consider myself a lifelong learner and still trying to learn every day. Um, but then now you're the, also the mentor. How, how has that been very different and gratifying at the same time to be able to pass on some of the life lessons and the wisdoms that you've learned from a mentor, from your experience, and now pass it on uh, to, to now the five new regional VPs that you're looking to, to promote, Chris? Right. Um, one of the things, uh, you know, talking about that, Vidi, uh, is uh, sometimes I still, I still pitch myself, Vidi. Um, sometimes every, in the morning, you know, I get up and, and, uh, and, and just be thankful that I'm alive. But sometimes I gotta pinch myself. Wow, this is actually real. You yeah, know, yeah, uh, yeah. In, in our in our industry, we uh we we're looking to help people become financially independent, but we're building a team. You know, we're, mm. we're actually building and, and looking to expand nationwide, building a team. So being able to mentor a, a group of guys in 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 my in my industry is um man, it's it's humbling. It really 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 is humbling. It goes back to you know how I was mentored in the beginning, you know, the beginning when I first got here, but also um, helping them, you know, like man, I, I gotta, I gotta give it to you in your show, man. That's that's awesome because growing up, we don't know what personal development is. What, uh, what is that? You know, right, right, right. Tongue and what is that? But right. I got to, I got to realize um, fairly fast in the in the industry, um, really how important it is personal development because. If you don't personally grow yourself, you know, they say most people die at the age of, uh, of uh, 27. They don't even know it. They're just walking around like zombies because you don't 
give yourself personal development. And I and I realized the, the importance of it. And, and it's something that I pass on to, to my team, um, the importance of it, because it's very, very important. If you don't, then you just, you know, that, that's crazy. You said, man, most people are, are dead at 27. They're just walking right. around because they never got to experience it. But right. uh, that's one of the things, um, and, and being a mentor is um, preaching um, um, personal development and also leading from the front, Vinny. Uh, mm. One of the things that's very, very important is lead from the front. I don't ever tell my guys something that I could, I don't do myself. You know, it's always about leading from the front. And that, that's a very big deal in, in where we come from is, uh, you know, lead from the front. Show them, you know, we have a, we have a, we have an example about, you know, I'm going to, it's not, it's not, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to show you. It's just mm. like a show me attitude. So um, doing that, man, and just, uh, and just being observed, being very observant, observant of people, because when, when, uh, when you sit down with, you know, goes in our industry, whenever you sit down with clients, Vinny, um, they want to, they want to see how you're, how you're going to receive them, if that makes sense. Yes, they sir. Want, you know, they want, they want to be, they want to be somebody who's very important. So in order to achieve that, you got to sit back and observe, let them talk, you know, let them, let them talk and get to know them on a personal, because our industry in the financial industry, it's all about relationship. If you don't build relationship with people, man, they're going to the, you know, they're going next door, they're going to the other guy. So it goes hand in hand with our industry, just in uh, just giving back and getting to know them on a personal relationship. And, and they got to generally know that, their best interest is in your hands. So mm. that's that, that, that also adds to it. Uh, and and, uh, and uh, just growing, man, just growing and get to know people. It's a relationship uh, industry. And then, uh, you know, making them feel like they are, you know, their best interest is in you. Right. Absolutely. Chris. So, so what, what is uh, of the myriad of experiences, right. And, Really, it's just amazing to me that you went from a $12 an hour employee to now regional vice president, six-figure income, and growing exponentially every quarter, right? right. Uh, to, to now where you are, what is a Chris Tawali'i message to the world? What would be your message to the world? It doesn't have to be one thing or just one phrase. But you can go over five different things or six, or if it's just two or three, what would be Chris Tawali's message to the world? Um, one, one, uh, one message that I can be is, uh, first of all, you know, always have a, always have, thank God, you know, you got, gotta, you gotta have a, better, a good relationship with God mm. on a daily basis, on a daily basis, not just on a once a week day basis, like going to church. Um, have a, a good relationship with God and know that you are worth a lot more than a job gives you. You know, you're, you're, we're all brought here to live a life of abundance and that's what we're all here for, man. And, uh, and basically that's, um, and also just, um, you know, living your best life, you know, live your best, best life. That's what we're all brought here for. Live your best life and achieve the American dream. If you haven't achieved the American dream, it's out there, go find it. Uh, mm. Seek a mentor, you know, seek a mentor, man. They'll show you the way. But there's a lot of a uh, lot of great ways to live a, a life of, of freedom. Um, and we're, we're all we're all worthy of it. You know, we just got to go find it. If you haven't find it, go seek it because there's somebody out there. Um, you know, you know what they say? Um, the, the, the teacher, the teacher appears when the student is ready. 
Amen. Your kids when the student is ready. So um, that that's a, a couple of things that I wanted to add on there. But uh, and just being, dude, just just being uh, be thankful, man. Because once you're thankful for what you have, God will bless you with more. So. Amen. I mean, how can you be grateful when you get when you can't be grateful with what you got? Oh man, I love that message, right. Chris. I love that message. Thank you to uh, for that message. For those of you that are tuning in right now, go ahead and just throw down on the comments what you think about Chris's message to the world and, and the value you find in that for all of us, not just the, the viewer, but me. I, I am so fortunate that I get to interview these people once a week from all over the globe, from Australia, New Zealand, Fiji, the you know the United Kingdom, and I... I'm taking notes and, and I grow from these sessions. So I, I take that that message and I subscribe to that message, Chris. And that's a wonderful one. Chris, how, how do we find you and how can people get a hold of you? Yep. So um, you can find me on Facebook. Name is uh, Chris Tawadi. And uh, um, my cell phone is 941-527-8972. Just shoot me a text, man. Shoot me a text or give me a call. I'm, all, I'm always an open ear, and uh, you know, once uh, when, you know, once once upon a time, somebody who gave me an opportunity, and my job is to give back, man. Whatever I can do to, you know, if I can, you know, just say a few words or whatever to a bit of encouragement, if I can make a difference in somebody's life, you know, maybe once a day, man, I'm good, and you know, you, you'll uh, you'll get blessed ten ten times with that. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Okay, and then what about what about um. Uh, uh, email address because some people that don't know other people they won't reach out via cell phone but they they love to write you an email. Um, yeah. What's your email address, Chris? All right, my email address is uh, C. Uh, my last name T A U A L I I dot Primerica P R I M E R I C A at gmail dot com. Okay. So, yep. So that's um. C Tawali'i T A U A L I I dot Primerica.com. Primerica at gmail.com. Primerica at, at gmail.com. Got yes, it. Sir. No, thank you for that. And, and Chris, um, what, what is your what is your big project that you're working on right now? Can you share that? Are you able to share what your major focus and and really what your mission is for the next couple of quarters? Yep, good good question, uh, Vinny. Um, one of our, our mission for the next couple of quarters is uh, we've got a team that uh, we're looking to uh, help them open up their own office. So we're looking to, uh, in the next, uh, next, next quarter, is we're looking to open up five different offices. I've got a, a group of awesome guys that are looking to become brokers themselves. Give them an opportunity. Uh, when you become the regional vice president in, in our industry, uh, Really, you're you're you have the biggest contract in American business. So, giving these guys an opportunity to uh, become regional vice president, so so they can provide a life of freedom for their family, man. That's uh that's what I'm here for, man. So that'll be uh yeah um we're we're shooting for that by by the end of December. So uh, look out for these guys, and it could be multiple areas in in a, in the in the in the country. So I'm looking forward to that. So that that's our next big project. And um, next next year, really, we're shooting to uh, for um, you know million dollar income, man. So, yes, sir. Why not? 
Why not, baby? In that, let's go shout outs, Chris. Who, who would you like to shout out on the Coach V Show here on Island City? We are broadcasting both on the radio platform out of Dash Radio Studios in Hollywood, California. In fact, Hollywood Boulevard. Who would you like to shout out, Chris, and throw those shout outs now? All right. Um, yeah, I'd like to give a shout out to uh, my Riverside Drive family over, over there in uh, Fort, Worth, Fort Worth, Texas. My team, Team Lionheart, that's our team, is Team Lionheart. Uh, we got the, you know, we, we come from the jungle, man, so we all got a heart of a lion. Um, my me mentor, uh, Jonathan Navarro, my, uh, uh, oh yeah, if, you, if, you got, if you're, you're nationwide, worldwide, right, uh, Billy? Yes, sir. Yeah, so yeah, my, my mom, my mom, Midas, she's in uh, Melbourne, Australia, and my, my brother, uh, Charlie, and my uh, my sister, Sela, and uh, my sister-in-law, Julie, and my niece and nephews um, in uh, in Australia, Melbourne, Australia. And then, uh, yeah, just my family all the way around, my wife, of course, Lossi, and my little man, Sadasi. Yeah, shout out to Lossi and Sadasi. Shout out to Melbourne, Australia. We've had guests from out there. Um, and thank you so much for those shout outs as well. Welcome to the hot seat now. We're on the Coach V hot seat on the Coach V show where I'm going to just be saying a phrase or two as we have time here with uh, one of the regional vice presidents from the Dallas-Fort Worth area, Chris Tawali'i with Prime America. Chris, when I say this Coach V quote, there's money in the transaction, but the wealth is in the relationships, Chris. What comes to mind for you on that quote? There's money. Oh, can you say that quote again? There's money in the transaction, but the wealth is in the relationships. Yep. So it's more about the relationship than the money. You know, if you build that relationship, the money will follow. Yes, sir. I like that right there. And then what about as you talk about attitude and remaining to stay grateful? What about this Coach V quote that says life is struggle. Struggle is life. Misery is optional, Chris. What comes to your thoughts when I say that here on the Coach V hot seat? Right. Um, uh, what comes to mind is nothing's handed to you, man. You got to work for it. You know, it's uh, it's it's it may be not fair for some people, but, you know, life's not fair, but you got to work for it. How bad do you want it? Yes, sir. And as we talk about the American dream, here's the last Coach V hot seat phrase for Chris Tawali'i one of the regional vice presidents for Prime America down in Dallas, Fort Worth. Chris, when I say um, you pay the dream before the dream pays you, what are your thoughts on that, Chris? Um, it's all about you, you pay the dream by uh, busting your butt up all the way up to the top. <laughs> and once you pay over there, then the dream will pay you. That's right, brother. You don't pay the dream until you can bring value to people. <laughs> Man, Chris, any final words as we close off here on the Coach V Show? Any final words, any final messaging? What are your thoughts on being on the show? Your thoughts, Chris, please. And really, I really greatly appreciate the opportunity to uh, to come and share a little bit of my, my story on your show, man. Awesome, man. I, I love what you're doing, man. The personal development, that's that's a big time. And I, I, I hope, and uh, my, 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 my thing is, I hope a lot of, a lot more people, especially Tongans and, and Polys, can uh, get accustomed and, and know exactly, understand 
what personal development is. And, and it's a big deal, man. It's very big deal. I like the way you're promoting it, man. That's, you know, it's a, it's a must. It's not like something that people, you know, can have for this day. It's a must. They, they have to have it. So I, I hope can, everybody sees the value in what you're doing, man. You're doing big things on, on yourself there. And, uh, and, and I followed you, man. So uh, kudos to yourself, man, for doing that. And, uh, and, you know, and I hope everybody can see on this, you know, videos just like myself, man, pushing everybody to be greatness, man, because we're all, we're all worthy of greatness is we just got to go find it. You know, it, it's out there and find a mentor. Yeah. Thanks, Vinny. Thank you. Thank you so much for that final message, Chris. And thank you so much from your busy schedule that you would allot some time to honor us and really give us your valuable insights and wisdom as you went from a $12 an hour guy, a guy that had to work from being paid under the table um, to now getting into the six figure and then really knocking on the door of seven figures. I and so many others that are, I'm sure, going to be your fans after watching this on either Facebook Live or my YouTube channel or broadcast from Hollywood, California, Dash Radio Studios on the Dash app on Island City are going to be a fan of your story. I mean, once we connected and we got on a real phone call, I was like, man, Chris, would you come on the show? Because your story is it has so much success in it, but also that you're really using that to mentor other people and create significance in the lives of others. So really kudos to you, Matt, shout out to you, your entire uh, team Lionheart, because a lot of people will talk about being a lion, but when it's time to do what lions do, that's what separates the Lionheart from those that can't be a lion, right, Chris? So thank right, you so much right. for coming on the show. And to everybody else, thank you so much for tuning in to the coach. V show and why? Why personal development, right? It's not just for the sake of achieving success, but for the sake of being our best. In doing so, we realize the best of our abilities and that everything and anything that we dream and work for can be achieved. This is how this success coach and the regional vice president of Prime America down in Dallas, Fort Worth, this is how we live all about faith and family grateful for God's amazing grace. Thank you everybody for tuning in. If you have not done so, please tune in and subscribe to my YouTube channel, Coach V. And then also we will see you next Mono Motivation Monday here on the Coach V Show where iron sharpens iron. Together we rise on Island City where the beach meets the streets. Until next time, it is your boy, Chris from Dallas, Fort Worth. Your boy, Viliami Tuivai from here in Elk Grove, California. Ofatu, one love and God bless. Peace. 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 Malo.